Uh, round 11 of WA Premier Cricket, Wayne, uh, concluded on the weekend. The last uh, round of one-day fixtures. That left us with the final four. Bayswater-Morley will take on Willerton on the tw- uh, this coming Sunday at Hillcrest, while Claremont-Nedlands will do battle with Midland-Guilford in the other one-day semi-final at, uh, at Creswell Park. Um, uh, let's have a look, I suppose, at a couple of these results, uh, Wayne, uh, from the weekend. Uh, Willerton really put the foot down against Mount Lawley. Uh, Mount Lawley all out 142. Willerton get the runs in 17.3 overs, one for 143. Callan Bond scores 91 off 51 balls in an incredible knock. Yeah, it was, and a very, very important knock in the way that they went about it because it came down to uh, net run rate. You know, and for them getting them in 17 overs and that as well, it, it was um, just so important for them the way that they went about it. And they've just slipped into that fourth position and uh, an excellent effort by them. So um, Fremantle were the losers. They were the ones that lost the game and they dropped out of the that top four. So, um, yeah, it was very tight, but uh, a very, very important um, approach to the game and uh, proved to be very, very beneficial to Willerton. How was Fraser Hayesnock, the captain of Melville? 132, he scored 13 falls and four sixes in that Melville win over Fremantle. They posted nine for 232, Melville, and Fremantle all out 171. Yeah, that was the difference, wasn't it? You know, they um, he batted a long way into the innings, and he, he's a very, very talented player. You know, we've seen him get good starts and then, doesn't go on, but this this occasion he's done the right thing by his team and um, done the right thing by Williton uh, as well to see Williton uh, jump over Fremantle and it was very costly for Fremantle that loss. Claremont Netherlands continue uh, their strong form. One at the top of the table, six for two seventy one for fifty overs they posted uh, eighty eight uh, at the top uh, from a really good performance from Lockie Hardy and then in the end Wanneroo. Uh, Rolled for for ninety eight. So, do they firm as the the favourites in the just in the interim wine in the one day competition? Claremont Netherlands. Oh, look at yeah. I I think they they've got a talented side. Um, but the way Bayswater Morley's been playing, the way they've been batting, um, uh, you just can't underestimate them. But uh, Claremont Netherlands have done everything right this season. They've just dropped the one game, and uh, they're sitting on top of the ladder. And well, sorry, they're seeking. It's, they are sitting on top of the ladder in the overall context of everything, and uh, they're sitting second in the one-day list. So, but they, they've played tremendous cricket. You know, ten wins and and just the one loss. Um, they are the team to beat at the moment. You spoke about Bayswater Morley. Uh, they chased Scarborough's four for two thirty-seven with six balls to spare. Six for for two forty. Uh, top scorer there. Uh, Lane Berry knocks up 68 off 84 balls. Um, some middle-order contributions. Uh, Cameron Todd finishes 44, not out off 34 balls at the uh, at the end of the game, two fours and two sixes, um, and ended up being the match-winning knock, Wayne, from Cameron Todd. Yeah, look, they're doing it really well, Bayswater. They're they've, yeah, getting good, solid scores. Their batting has been consistent. There's no one sort of getting big hundreds. It's everybody that's putting in and uh, doing their job they're, they're, they're based on partnerships and uh, they're chasing down runs you know it's not as if they're setting titles and uh, they're bowling which is very very good they're not relying on them to to like they have in the past to to, to protect scores that you know 
um, around the 100, 780 mark. But they're, they're chasing down. They, they chased over 300 in one of their innings and they've, they've just um, you know, gone to a new level this year, Bayswater. And yeah, they're getting the results, sitting in fourth overall and then on top of the one-day um, uh, ladder. So uh, deserved their finals chance and hopefully they can go on with it. The other side inside the, inside the top four in the one-day comp one is obviously Midland Guildford. Uh, they posted 192 after the early loss of Tom Beaton for a, for a globe. Uh, uni 177, so they just fall short. Uh, what do you think Midland Guildford would have been thinking at the halfway mark uh, with 192 on the board? Yeah, yeah, I think they would have thought they were, they were quite a few short, really. Um, but again, they've, uh, they've got a bit of belief in themselves this year, Midland. Um, they started the season off really, really well. They dropped three or four games and then they've really come back uh, strong since the Christmas break. So um, deservedly in the finals and um, let's see whether they can g- carry this on because uh, it's, been a, it's been a long time. It's been a big build-up over the last few years, a great improvement, and now they get the opportunity to, to set themselves for a trophy. So I'll be watching that with interest on the weekend. Uh, a couple of disappointing performances to end the one-day competition. Obviously, you won't be overly happy with uh, the way that Subiaco Florit finished. Uh, Perth 184, uh, they put on the board, Subi all out for for 77, and it was the, the man of the match in Blacksall Hill who... Uh, nine overs, three maidens, four for 11 and, and also scored uh, 82 with the bat. Yeah, we had everything to gain and, and unfortunately um, we shot ourselves in the foot. We had them five for 30 and then we dropped uh, four catches, I think it was at that time. And then a, a tremendous um, partnership and effort by the Perth guys, Blacksell Smith has won. And then, of course, we went out to bat and it was just a terrible effort for for 77, so no excuses, uh, beaten and a poor effort. And the other side that probably won't be too happy with the way they finished the one-day competition was Rockingham Andrew, a doodle up eight for 293 from 50, uh, and uh, Rockingham Andrew rolled for 132 with uh, Burgess, the pick of the bowlers there, taking three for 22 from, from his uh, 10 overs, so probably would have uh, like to have seen a better output from that, the Mariners. Oh, very much so, you know. But I think the the positive here is looking at the way uh, Joondalup are going about their cricket and how they're improving. Uh, got a pretty young side. You know, we spoke to Dave Taylor the other day about the the youth that's in the club, and um, you know they've made a few tough decisions, and uh, they're starting to reap the benefits from it. So. I, I I would be looking at the positive on on, on a Joondal upside. Yeah, Rockingham have got a lot of work to do to 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 sort of get themselves back into the the competition. But um, the positive I think is Joondal up and the improvement they're showing as a a club in general. And then just lastly, Gosnell's put seven for two hundred and twenty on the board against. Uh South Perth and South Perth knock it over with uh, more than 10 overs to spare. Uh, Brooke Guess, one of the performances of the week, 140 off 112 balls with 14 fours and a six. They made light work at the target, didn't they, Wayne? They did, and they were in that similar position of having to try and get their run rate up um, for the uh, getting to the finals of the one day as they've missed out by 0.3, I think it is, or something like that. So um, it's interesting that. Yeah, they all seem to worry about that the last game when they look and see where they are. I think net run rate and getting these scores quickly in one-day cricket and 2020 cricket 
should be in the back of your mind in, in every game that you play, whether it's right at the beginning of the season or whether it's coming into finals. And unfortunately, they just missed out. Um, equal points with Willerton on 30, but um, yeah, no chocolates. Mm. Uh, the top six, so the way it stands on the first grade table, so Claremont Nedlands on top, Midland Guildford, Fremantle, Bayswater, Morley, Willerton and South Perth make up the top six. Uh, Subiaco Flory just outside, uh, and that's by just a point. Perth two points back from that, and University a further point back from there. So seven, eight and nine pretty close to the top six, and then sort of falls away from there with Scarborough four points behind uh, University in 10th, Rockingham Mandra another five behind with Joondalup, Wanneroo, Melville, Mount Lawley, and also Gosnells. But just to repeat those uh, games again, and no doubt uh, yourself and Jacob will talk about these in more depth at the back end of the week, uh, Wayne, but uh, the one-day preliminary finals, Bayswater, Morley and Willerton at Hillcrest uh, on Sunday at 11am, uh, and Claremont, Netherlands and Milford, uh, Midland Guildford at Creswell Park as well, uh, Sunday at 11am. So best of luck to those four teams, and we'll have feature interviews uh, as part of Sports Breakfast right throughout the week uh, on WA Premier Cricket. Yep. So uh, thank going, you, Wayne. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, they're going to the uh, two-day fixtures now. There's three of those, and then there's a one-day to finish the thing. So it's going to be, um, yeah, on yep. for everybody from here on in.